Hello again, my friends. My name is Festin Pixis, and welcome back to Star Tripper. Currently, we're waiting on Proxy to run chip diagnostics after flying through a nasty energy storm, so I'm rambling to pass the time. I flatter myself to think that someone, somewhere, is listening to these, my modest transmissions, from the journey of a lifetime. Which is a little imprecise now that I say it out loud. A lifetime. If I were one of the Pamaloi of Planet Pamel, whose entire lifespan is a single one of their solar days, I'd have already spent enough time out here to see an entire lineage rise and fall, and rise again before being plunged into obscurity by an heir's gambling debts. There aren't many ways of feeling attached to anything out here, away from almost everything, all the time. If I were a maudlin sort of person, I might wax poetic about where I stand in relation to the rest of existence a relative Frolian glimmergrub in the middle of an infinite opaque ocean. But I'm bored and getting hungry, so I can't think of anything suitably bleak. How are we looking, Prox? Diagnostics resolving now, Festin. System checks return zero malfunctions. That's great. It's not like I'd blow through all the creds from selling that Yug plushie on repairs, but I want you feeling your best. You know how I worry. In the time we have known each other, you have not supplied data to support such a conclusion. Well, fine, but it's not as though I forgot how. Hey, how far are we from the pallet system? Please say within lunch distance. Processing. We are a single slip space jump from the nearest away station in the pallet system. Yes. 64.66% consistent with the query lunch distance. Shall I set a course? The sooner you get me to a staff kitchen and a sober-ish waiter, the happier I'll be. I'm in the mood for something fresh, and piping hot, lots of sauce. Parameters processed. Setting course for Luvidin Station in the pallet system. Sauce! And quickly! <sighs> Luvidin Station. Now this, this is what I'm talking about, folks. It's like the biggest damn farmer's market you ever saw. I wish you could see it. <laughs> or, more to the point, oh, smell it. It's a fog bank of aromas in this place. And if they don't cycle the atmosphere in here at a higher rate than average, everyone would either start to hallucinate from some of the spices or go completely crazy with hunger. The maintenance crew gets paid pretty well since if they go on strike, the management company literally risks patrons eating each other. <laughs> oh, hey, buddy, what's all this excitement about? Is everywhere usually this crowded? We are waiting, waiting for the chef to arrive. Yeah, thanks, but I was hoping to find something a little, I don't know, more casual? What sorts of places do savory puddings around here? The chef will have the answer to the riddle your appetite proposes. Is this answer expensive? The chef asks for nothing in return. What riches are greater than a satisfied stomach? In this, the chef is rich indeed. Free food? Hmm. Thank you all for your patience. The chef is ready for you. Miss Wig, please. So, uh, the food's really something, huh? You come to this place often? Never often enough, my friend. Never often enough. Works for me!
so, uh, what's your name again, little green pal? I'm Festin Pixis. I am Bondi, sir. Just Bondi. Real hoopy to meet you, Bondi. Now tell me, do they keep it pitch black all the time, like as a gag, or is someone falling behind on the utilities? It is the same each time. Now hush, friend Festin, the chef will explain. Oh, ah, at last, at last. Oh, he's here. Ah. Hey, wait, what's with the... Well, hello, you beautiful, hungry people. Who's ready to get cooking? Yes, yes. Oh, no. Friends, I have made a terrible mistake. What I was led to believe would be a nice bit of dinner theater is instead the most insidious of torture devices to the hungry mind. A popular cooking show. Welcome back to A Taste of the Divine, folks. As ever, I am Lid de Valdivino, and we are here today for something very special. No dishes like this exist in the known universe, and frankly, they could be eating anything in the unknown part, so we won't worry about them. Oh, yeah, of course not. Today, we are going to prepare and sample a little-known, a much-sought-after entree of tempic origin, the immediate delicacy. I love you too. Bundy, what the squaws is this? Now, I can hear some of you asking, Liddy, what is this tantalizing title supposed to taste like? What could be good enough to attract such a mystique? Well, I've done my research, folks. I've spent months in a dusty old tepic culinary archive on the planet Saskatan Sigma with nothing but a Lidy Valdivino Deluxe Home Cookery Kit, a hemorrhoid donut, and the crackling old crone who led me there for company. If it weren't for the backlog of episodes, you'd have crashed the whole wave with speculations of my certain demise. But I found the answer. At long last, I found it! And I'll share my hard-won secrets of the immediate delicacy with you folks Right after this message from our lovely sponsors, don't you go anywhere! <laughs> Bondi, what gives? Isn't the chef just wonderful? Lady Valdivino is said to have a talent at least twice as refined as the omnivorous tongue fiend of Kroom. So who gets to eat the thing after it's done? Someone does get to eat it, right? They don't just do that thing where they throw of out half the- Of course someone eats it! What a horrible thing to say, to throw away food made by the hands of the great chef Nick. Yeah, yeah, but who eats it? Does the whole thing get shared around the room? Oh, I cannot say, my friend, for I do not know. Only the chef may decide. What the f- This is crap, Bondi! Double plus grade horse nonsense! I was promised a meal, and instead I get to stare at gourmet self-congratulations for ten full ticks? Hey, guy! Do you have one of those prefab finished dishes back there? Because otherwise, my seat neighbor is gonna become very familiar with the term hangry. Why, no, I'm afraid not. I, I, I'm sorry, but that would be quite impossible. What the hell kind of cooking show is the this? The recipe is slightly more complicated than average. If you'll allow me to explain a little bit further, I'd be happy to let you sample the results. Your name, my friend. Festin Pixis! Sorry for shouting. Long trip. No, 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 
not at all, not at all. Please come on down, Festin. Let's have a big round of applause for the hungriest being in the house, folks. That's right. Come on down. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh. Now, Festin, let me explain why we are all gathered here today. Am I to understand that you've never been introduced to the joys of tempic cooking? Nope. No, I, I have not. Well, at one time, the Tempest people of Saskatoon Sigma experienced more instances of deja vu occurring per capita than any other recorded civilization. Almost one in four people per week. So when the population of a planet is constantly stopping to make sure they haven't already done the thing that they're currently doing, that put understandable pressure on society. The government of Saskatoon Sigma began a study, and what they found was that the diet of the colossal glow beetles that formed the basis of tempic protein intake was having an effect on the people. These beetles would eat a cave fungus that was psychoactive to most sentient species, but quite nourishing to the beetles themselves. So when the buildup of fungal enzymes in the tempic digestive tract reached a certain level, you got brief, intense prognosticatory fits. Pretty soon the word gets out and rather than everyone steering clear of Saskatoon Sigma, oh no, tourism starts booming. Everyone and their broodmother wants to try this new kind of cooking that lets you see the immediate future. With a little research, one Tempic chef isolated the globetal organ, the clute strainer, which processes the enzymes, which brings us to the immediate delicacy. If you'll please, step over here, Festin. That's right, step on up. Step on uh, over. Okay. Now, I know you want to ask, how did they make this dish? Go ahead, go ahead and ask me. How did they make this dish? Well, what I've got here in front of me forms the base. One Arcturian Mega Squash, six ripe podge fruits, three cups of Saskatoon barley, and a handful of fritz stock, finely minced. But I hear you ask, Liddy, what about the clute strainer? I don't see anything here that could have come out of a clo beetle. <laughs> this is the other reason for the name of the dish. The clute strainer must be extremely fresh prior to cooking, as in the 60 seconds or under kind of fresh. Take any longer than that, getting the organ out of the thorax and into the hot pan, and it starts to decay rapidly. There goes the flavor. There goes the effect. Is this the part where you tell me what I'm up here for? <laughs> You've got some fizz in you. Good, 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 good. You'll need it if you're going to help me with finishing the dish. Bring out the guest of honor, our secret ingredient. Oh, it's a lively one. What do I do with it? Catch! Hey, whoa! What? Now, get me that clue strainer while I prep the ingredients. Wait, no, no. hey, whoa! Come on! Oh. Well, friends, wish me luck. If I die, make it sound way cooler than it was. You give me my lunch, you bastard! <laughs> While my zealous assistant harvests the clue strainer, I'll show you how we prepare the base. 
first. You're going to have your Turin Mega Squash hollow that sucker out. You want to put all the meat and pulp into a side bowl. We'll need it in a little bit. Oh, now we're going to blend those podge fruits for just, just a few seconds. We'll just let the puree brown for half a tick. It needs to thicken to get that smooth texture. As Podge cooks down, the characteristic bitterness is cut, and you get that subtle sweetness that really ties the whole thing together. Mm. Mm. That will make a great reduction. How's it coming back there, pal? Uh, we're doing okay. <laughs> All right, so, We've had the Saskatoon barley in the pressure cooker for a little while now, so it should be almost ready. Perfect. Perfect. You got it. You got it. Oh, that'll come out nice and fluffy. You really can't beat that Saskatoon barley when you pick it in the third spring. Yeah! All right, then. The reduction is all set, but here's the thing. Once we set that aside in a tureen, we're going to leave the pan heating so we can get all of the flavor cooking into the glute strainer meat and all that mega squash flesh set aside just before. Looks like our special guest almost has it ready for us. Oh my goodness. Oh, oh good show. Now, you're gonna wanna roll it over so you can get it its underbelly. Slid it open and what? look for the thing oh, that looks like God. a glowing orange knot. Okay. I'm really sorry, buddy. You were a mighty opponent. They'll sing songs of this lunch I'm gonna have. Oh. Or I will. Anyway. Yeah, depending on how good it is. Aha! Oh, I got it! I got it! Yes, yes. Now quick, quick. Get it over here and throw it in the pan. Oh. Oh, God. Okay. Here! Didn't he do a great job, folks? We'll just let that sit for a little bit. So, Festin, what brings you all the way out here? Oh, I'm, uh, I'm going on a trip. Ended up on the station for a quick bite to eat, and, uh, just kind of ended up on the show by accident. <laughs> You know, I think you're the first accidental guest we've ever had here on A Taste of the Divine. Let's give him a round of applause for being such a go-with-it sort of fruit. Festin, everybody! Oh, wow. Thanks, everybody. Thank you very much. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, now, folks, I am just about to plate the final result of all this struggle and commotion. What we have here is not only a powerful tool of almost foolproof future sight, but a pleasantly nutty, slightly sweet dish that goes a treat with Seleucian wines and runny cheeses. Mmm. Yes, take in those aromas. Enjoy, my friend. <laughs> oh, that's the whole thing? That's, uh, not what I would call a hearty portion. Not even for a single-hearted being. Why, I couldn't serve you any more than this. In greater doses, the clute strainer has a truly frightening effect on the digestion. This, however, 
is quite safe and scrumptious. Oh. You'll have to let us in on what you see in your future. <laughs> okay. Mm. Oh. Huh. Mm. Yeah, pretty nice. You said nutty? Yeah, I cut some of that. I mean, I'm not sure I'd serve it to guests, but yeah, if you like that sort of thing. Well, I suppose some palates aren't broad enough to capture the subtleties of Saskatoon cuisine. I don't know, guy. I just know what I like, and eh, I'd probably go with this if it were a special occasion. Like Arbor Day or Purveween. It's just a lot of work, you know? And no, um... You're not feeling anything? Not really. Does potch fruit kind of make your tongue run enough for the Well. I hope you don't mind if I skip ahead the narrative a little bit. So, I saw my future, I guess, and it was actually kind of helpful. By which I mean, I saw myself standing at the takeout counter of a really nice little hole-in-the-wall stir-fry joint on the lower concourse. But, let this be a lesson to you all. Cooking shows were invented by monsters. You'd all be much better off just staying home and cooking together with your families. Oh, bless the stars, that's so good. I swear, those pink chunks of stewed flumpkin, so good! My dashboard sensors will not function properly if the surface is obscured by sauce, Festin. Please be mindful of generating waste in the flight deck. <laughs> Sorry, Prox, I'll tidy up. I just needed to get away from all the noise, you know? Indeed, the station has increased in traffic, but it would appear that our immediate objective is complete. Perhaps we should depart. Shall I pin this station for future visits? Yeah, well... You can fight the beetle next time, Prox. Sound good? Anyway, friends, thanks for joining me on a journey I think we all can relate to. Just where the hell is the next meal coming from? Some find the answer a lot easier than others. Goodbye, hungry travelers. Until the next serving of Star Tripper. Star Tripper was created by Julian Mundy. Hey, that's me. And produced by Misha Stanton, Ian McEwen, and me. Maximum Freshness was written and directed by yours truly, with sound design by Misha Stanton and performances by Ian McEwen as Festin, Giselle De Silva as Proxy, Zach Ehrlich as Bondi, and Garrett Mercer as Chef Lede Valdivino. Music by Ketza. For more, check out ketsamusic.com. Check us out on The Wave at StarTripperHQ.com for transcripts and links to subscribe on your pod bank of choice, or on social media at StarTripperHQ, where we love sharing fan art and other show-related stuff. Need the most recent show announcements or updates? Our Twitter feed is the best place to look. Again, that's at StarTripperHQ. If you want to support the show, you can find us on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash StarTripper. Even a regular $1 pledge helps us immensely to keep making cool shows for you, which we would love to keep doing. Thank you for flying with us. And now, this week's Star Trip Survival Tip. Universal translators are easy to find, but if you're on a budget, everyone knows the language of dance. <laughs>